Judy Carter, and you're listening to the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. And uh, especially now that's become so hard during COVID quarantine, where we're not Many of us are not making a living doing what we love doing (laughs) because we can't perform at a comedy club. We can't even go out and see other people. Speaking events are canceled. And I know I hear many of you go, yes, yes, you can do a webinar for people and you can you can you can have a reading on Zoom, but it's not I'm sorry, it is not the same. No, and 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 I find that this disruption mm-hmm. um, has fueled so much frustration. How do we deal with frustration? And for myself, um, after what happened yesterday, I could say rage. Yes. I didn't realize, Jason, how much anger I have. I mean, I kind of go about my day, la, 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 la. I I have a nice house to quarantine in. Um, I have I live in Los Angeles where I have delivery of the finest food yeah. <laughs> from the wonderful restaurants. I'm lucky enough to have a savings. Um, and and so there I am going out jogging and I'm seeing two men approach me on the sidewalk. Here it comes. <laughs> Not wearing a mask. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. And I just, you know, and then and what you happens, are masked up. Just I so the am. Audience oh, knows. 100%. Okay. I am masked up. And they're these millennial boys. And um, and then comes that COVID cross. Right. It's like, OK, <laughs> who's going to be the one to move? It's like a game yeah. of chicken. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the one to move? And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to move. I'm the one following the rules for yeah. what? For what? Why am I recycling? Because you millennials, <laughs> for your future, <laughs> when you don't give a shit about my future, yeah. and call call it the boomer remover, and I'm just like, oh, and 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 I see them, and now I see they're not seem to be moving. I'm ten feet, nine feet, eight feet, seven, six. Feet, and then I shove my hands out in front and I just go like, move, move. And then they move a little bit around me. And as they pass, I say, wear a damn mask. And you know what they did? They, what did they said, do? they smirked. They smirked. They smirked. And then they <laughs> said, oh, my God, this, this got me. Whatever. Yeah. And I lost it. I started, I said, my mother died from COVID because of people <laughs> like you. My mother died 35 years ago. She did not <laughs> die from COVID. But I'm making shit up. Yeah. And I'm screaming at them. And I'm pointing. It's like, oh, my God. Where? I, 
I did, have I become a Karen? You know, it's like I have become a Karen, and that is not not a word I'm proud of. I mean, you know, it's it's it's. I guess it's someone who has a stick up their ass and yeah. yells at people and rule follower and mm-hmm. and I just went like, what is something is really. There's something else going on there. Yeah. Right. Because. And I have taught forever in my stand up comedy classes Mm -hmm. and in my storytelling classes for speakers that you really need to pay attention to what you're angry at because Mm. they make the best jokes because that's what um, stand up is. Stand up is uh, complaining but mm-hmm. funny <laughs> so yeah. people can hear oh, it right comedians are perspective machines and the more interesting and the more of uh, you know qualified and the more uh entertaining the perspective the better the comic you know if a com- oh, yeah. if a comedian has no perspective at all they're just kind of laying out lame you know bland universal jokes they they're terrible yeah Nobody you do likes it. they don't laugh you do but, you create stand-up material because you got to go you know what's hard you know what's yeah. stupid and you have to have that and people say like well judy what about uh love like, <laughs> who, the, who the f wants to hear about love you know no one yeah. goes, you know what i love no i don't care you know what i hate yeah i'm i'm interested yeah. so you got to have strong opinions you got to you got to believe things you got to create you know you got to create a point of view that is different from everyone else and the stronger the point of view you have the more people are going to find you funny absolutely you know? 100% also less people are going to find you funny on the other end of it but that's fine you're not here to entertain everybody right. go back and listen to that podcast Com- <laughs> comedy is what really pisses you off and yeah. and most things come from that so let's bring it back to the title of our podcast which is the power of our purpose and the question I have to ask you mm-hmm. is when we are angry or when we are raging, is that an indication? You said, well, something's not right. Is that an yeah. indication that we have strayed from our purpose in life? Or mm-hmm. is this something that obviously is important to note because we can use this as fuel to put into our artistic work. Mm-hmm. So how how does that how does that play out? How does Well, that let's play take a out? look at just kind of how you describe the situation and what you got into ahead of time cuz cuz a lot of interesting things are happening in what you're talking about and I too have seen this happen quite a lot especially right now. And so the first thing is, you know, you got to remember that you are a performer. So you have a, you draw energy, you draw inspiration from the crowd, but you also, so you draw inspiration, not only from the perspective that you have, but in sharing that perspective. And so how much weight do you put on having an interesting perspective versus sharing an interesting perspective? Because here's the thing, if I'm walking down the, it, let's take your situation and you have an explosion like that to where you're making stuff up where you're, you know, you never react that way. It's just like, obviously that's a lid blowing off a boiling pot. You know, that is, that's a bunch of other stuff going on because 
The Judy I know doesn't need to act like that because she doesn't give away her power to millennials on the sidewalk, you know, but when you explode and lose your crap and really want them to get the point across and all that stuff, you're giving away your power to them. You're losing your mind and they're going, all right, whatever, Karen. And they walk away, you know, so everybody is smarter than that. Everybody can figure that out. But the question becomes, okay, I have been doing work, I have been creating stuff, but I haven't been able to share it with an audience. I haven't been able, how much need do I have for that in comparison to other things? Because like if I'm sitting behind the desk and I'm typing out you know, a written word, is it more important that I get that word out to people as fast as possible or that I keep it and curate it and work with it a little bit more and change it? And if mm. I can't get it to an audience for a while, that gives me just as much energy as getting it out in front of everyone's face. So you may want to ask yourself that question because you may, may need the, the crowd much more than you think you may need it. And if you do need it that much, then yes, you probably need to start concentrating on doing more collaboration stuff, talking to more people, even if it's just online, you just need input, you just need to share stuff, you just need to get you just need to get your perspectives out, you need to, you know, uh, take a little pressure off, open the valve a little <laughs> bit and get all these things out a little bit so you can uh, get yourself back down. So to if normal. you're finding that your rage or frustration level especially if it comes out of nowhere if you were like i'm fine ah. fine 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 explode that's it that's shocked one of the me yeah no it shocked me to hear you say that you would say something like that because i was like i don't i can't imagine Judy <laughs> screaming at someone on the sidewalk and that, why I, and i and why did i feel the need to make up something so dramatic oh, that's, and that's an them. easy one because you needed to have them understand your perspective. And it didn't matter what story you had to weave, how much rage you had to spew, if you had to light them on fire to get your damn point across into their stupid skulls. Yeah, you needed that. So if, at that point, you, you need them to understand your perspective so badly that it doesn't matter the cost <laughs> against your soul. <laughs> And, and that's the thing is like you see this all the time with, you know, two people talking to each other and you'll feel that need to be like, I should tell him my mom died from COVID because that'll teach him to do that. And that's a you know, that's a natural thing because you want them to to believe what you believe. But that's only if you have if you're relying on that, you know, if I need if I need to derive my energy, my inspiration from people listening and agreeing with my perspective. I may need to do some reflection, some self-work, some things like that to not rely so much on making sure other people agree with me or making sure other people hear me. Well, here's the thing. Just telling you the story right now, Jason, mm -hmm. I feel so much better. Like you laughed, especially oh. hearing you laugh. Mm -hmm. And then I go like, oh, my God, I think I, I have a gig in October. I don't know if it's going to come back, but... I think all of us comics who um, have gigs um, or speakers or writers, whoever you are, you're going to have to do material about what happened during your quarantine. Oh, yeah. Oh, because yeah. You cannot do it. It's just like it's like if you're in, let's say, L.A., let's say years ago, and and you got a gig Saturday night and there's a huge earthquake on Friday night. 
you're going to have to mention it because everybody experienced it. It's the same thing. Like if if you're in a comedy club and the air conditioning goes out and, and, and everybody's sweltering, you got to make a joke about it because it's something everybody's experienced. Well, as uh, creative people, we have an opportunity now because everybody is going through this. Mm. And so... I started to... Do you know who Kira Sotanovich is? Yes. Oh, my God. She's so freaking funny. So um, I hired her as a coach, right, after this story. And I went, you know, I've got to come out of this quarantine with material. Mm. If And and I have to start stop these street performances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what you did. Because that wasn't Judy out there. That was a that was a character that Judy has buried in her brain that decided to make an entrance on the sidewalk. Well, I used to do that, you know, back in college we did street theater, right? Yeah. Like and um and I think that's just fine to do now as well. I think street yep. theater would be awesome to do, although the world is so dramatic. I think it would be a hard time telling what's real or not real. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah. No, yes. you don't know what kind of yes. nervous fits you might install in people. They're like, oh, the zombies are coming. It's fine. Right, zombie. And then I see it I see it on, on Citizen app going like yeah. five <laughs> zombies at the corner of Rose and Lincoln. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think the most important thing is, you know, especially with kind of what what we were talking about with, with sort of the theme of this episode is you need to kind of pay attention to your attitude because your attitude is going to be the, give you the greatest indicator of what's going on. You had an explosion in the middle of the street while exercising, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a big indicator right there. That's a flag that's waving right. and going, Judy, we got to do something about this, you know? So, and I know that a lot of people like, um, I have been trying to go on the biggest data diet, I could possibly go on. I have deleted my Facebook app. I have deleted my news apps. I have deleted it because I started getting way too into just waking up every morning and reading horror stories. And that was what I was filling my morning with. And then everything seemed pointless later in the day. Like we're all going to die anyways. It doesn't matter. I don't need to, I don't need to eat vegetables. This is that kind of thing. But the thing was, is I started to realize it was a problem because I couldn't hear a headline or hear the slut, like be at the grocery store and overhear someone say something and then not immediately go, well, you know, they said that the blah, blah, blah. And you know, there's a report that blah, blah, and there's a thing that, and like, like every time it, it was just eating up too much of my brain. And I also found that I was like anticipating and waiting for that kind of engagement. You know, like if someone, like if we were doing a friends hangout on Skype or Zoom, I would just wait for someone to say something political so that I could be like, well, did you know? And did you do that? And it's like, no, 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 that's done. That's done. Cause that's not Jason. That's not what Jason does. Also that's cutting into my productivity time. And if it's not productivity, it's also cutting into my relaxation time. This doesn't serve me at all. But it, it can serve you, Jason. It can. Here's a it way it can, can serve. Here's a way it can mm-hmm. serve because I've I've been watching on you know um, and and laughing so hard at all these Karens captured yeah. <laughs> uh, just going mental meltdown 
at Trader Joe's um, uh, (laughs) screaming at someone telling them to put on a mask and having a complete and utter meltdown. And I looked at this and I thought, okay, look, we're all suffering. You know, I, I, I think this COVID pandemic is like pouring miracle grow on your defects. So yeah. if you're a little mentally ill, this is going to make you like bring it out and explode yeah. it. All right. Yeah. So if you have a tendency to be negative, you're going to be incredibly, incredibly negative. negative. If, if you're, you're confrontational, way com- you're if, getting in fights every day. Yeah. Right. And if you're a little frustrated, it's going you're going to be raging and, you know, um, divorce. People want to get divorced. It's, it's just a nightmare out there. Mm-hmm. So. What but you I have think. to remember that I love that that the that the pandemic is just miracle grow for your defects. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, write don't that steal now. that <laughs> because that's I mean how perfect does that sum up both of the situations that both you and I were in because we both look at the way reacted as a as a negative trait that we have and talk about miracle grow. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. But I yeah. I want to take it to a different place. Okay. Okay. And and so let's say you're a Karen and you're, you know, and, and like you go bananas right next to the bananas okay. at Trader Joe's, at right? At Trader Joe's. And then you come home and you continue that rage to anybody who listen. And then it's all about being right. Okay. Yeah. But the people on this podcast are who are our listeners are, are, are creative people, mm-hmm. okay? So there's a difference if you do something with it. Yes. So th- that's the difference, I think, between a civilian and someone who is a creative. Because a civilian will have the breakdown and will have the rage and not take the time to write as a story, to understand what happened, to turn it into some... Uh, mm-hmm. you know, lighthearted self-mocking yeah. because, you know, uh, d- making fun of yourself is a necessity if you're a stand-up mm-hmm. comic. And one of the ways to do that is it's always the bad news about yourself. Mm-hmm. So taking the bad news about yourself, looking at it, punching it up, then it becomes something that everybody can relate to and then you have transformed it right it's gone from a a petty weak complaint to a piece of work that can be shared and enjoyed and serve so you go from something useless to something incredibly useful and if someone will pay you for that, that's even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and there are a lot of themes to my breakdown that I'm a baby boomer and this was a confrontation with millennials. Mm-hmm. And that is something I could reflect upon my own, you know, and, and towards the end of my life. Do you know what I mean? And that, again, it could be an article for AARP. It could yeah. be. There's there's so much to be done yeah. with these things. So as I said at the beginning of, of this is the takeaway from all of this is mm-hmm. you're going to be frustrated. Yeah. You're going to have outbursts. 
you're going to rage. And that's okay. But find something to do with it. Because the rage is an indication you're not on your purpose in life. Something is amiss. Something's very wrong. But to go back to your purpose in life means to take what happened to you and do something with it. For your special gift, go to themessageofyou.com. That's themessageofyou.com and get your free one-year subscription to the Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's themessageofyou.com.